of a stressful week and it's such a chill yeah. album that I've normally and maybe wouldn't like that so much but but having the week I've had it's like all right I just need some kind of relaxing <laughs> you know music so. exactly yeah exactly you mentioned Demi Lovato earlier um she sings Stone Cold right I think yes and yes. uh I mentioned earlier Shoshana Bean okay full circle you need to look up Shoshana Bean singing Stone Cold. She does this Ooh. really great, um, like jukebox kind of old school version of it. And she just is screaming, you know, at the top of her lungs at the end of it. And it's so good. It will give you a really big chill. <laughs> so look that look that up afterwards. <laughs> Uh, I love how we're getting, uh, giving each other a homework. So, so shout yes. out to Stone Cold and Date Night. Yes, and then I'm listening to what was it, Mister Wife, Sister Wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The band Mister Wives. Okay. I, I'm writing that down. Yeah. So I've got my homework. <laughs> and, 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 and and was there one more? Wasn't there one more thing? Oh, I'm gonna listen back to this, and I'm gonna. Yeah, because there was something yeah. else I didn't write down, but it'll it'll come back to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll text it to you. <laughs> but but yeah, man. But I I love that you write. You know, I always try to encourage people to you know just because when you hear world rounded as a musical theater kid, you hear sing, dance, and act. But you know, there's lighting, there's you know sound, there's a, a boom mic, there's directing. So much mm-hmm. you can do producing in the industry yeah now i saw you went to a trinity uh christian school yeah so that's where i went to high school uh here in dallas yes okay fun fact i almost went really and my mom yeah and i have two friends that went there also that's so fun what were you gonna say your mom said though i'm curious (laughs) yeah 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 my my mom was like this school is way too expensive (laughs) yeah that's that sounds about right (laughs) yeah 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 she she was like this school should look much better for the money (laughs) no but uh do do you know a girl named uh ashley williams she was a uh dallas mavericks cheerleader what year did um did she graduate do you know I'm not sure, but I know she's almost in her third. Okay, so I, yeah, she's older than me then. Uh, no, I don't. I don't yeah. know her, but I mean, TCA is a pretty small school, so I'm sure we have mutual friends. Yeah, her, uh, Sean, Bra- my friend Sean Braylon, he went there. Uh, my friend Amber went there. Yeah, you know, Trinity, it's a pretty good school. It was a pretty good school. Yeah, they had a really great, the- I mean, they still do have a really great theater department. Like, the actual theater facility, so we got a brand new theater my sophomore year, I think, so that would have been oh, math, 2010? I think 2010. <laughs> yeah. um, they got a brand new theater facility, and I have to say, like, <laughs> Between college, between all of the professional shows I've done, nothing has been as nice as the theater at DCA. Like, it was a really nice space. Like, the dressing rooms were spacious. So, uh, and, and my theater teacher was awesome in high school. So, um, I, that was, high school was really when I, when I fell in love with theater. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so my, my uh, for college, I went to Furman University, which is a small college in South Carolina. And um, they don't allow you to major just in acting. It's a theater major and you have to do acting, writing, directing, stage design, 
lighting design, sound design. I mean, you have to, you have theater history, you have to do all of it. So I think to your point that you were making earlier about how many different disciplines there are in theater, I think it really yeah. made me a better, even though I don't do lighting design anymore, I have an appreciation for that. I have an understanding of what the lighting designer needs from me, <laughs> you know, cause I've been on the other side. So I think it really does make you a better performer. Yeah, and what people don't know is it's literally because uh, I don't know if you saw first date at uh, Collin College. Uh, they did it there. I was the uh, lighting uh, for that show. Okay. And it's a whole nother world backstage. Let me tell you, those guys <laughs> are so awesome. The like the costume department and stage tech like it was so much fun i was like i have love for my musical theater people but you know th they they have beer what guys <laughs> have beer? you funny. know it was it, it was so it's a whole nother world i invite anybody that's in theater you know once corona's over or even now that it started try to get in the show that's you know playing you know do some costuming or do set design or something. It's it, it's funner than it looks, I promise. <laughs> I totally agree. It's really fun and it's also hard work and you just have a new level of appreciation and you know how to work with, you know, the costumer better, whoever it is, because you've, you know, you've walked a mile in their shoes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, what's the best advice you've ever received as a theater person? Okay, I don't even have to think about this. Um, the best advice I ever received, this was, I was interning at a theater called Plano Family Arts, which I don't think is around anymore. Um, and Billy Park was the artistic director and he was my boss in my internship. And he told me, control everything you can control and let go of everything else. So if you go on stage and the other person on, in the scene with you goes up on their lines, you can freak out, you can be mad, you can, you know, storm out, whatever. But like at the end of the day, you can't control what that person's doing. It's, you have to just let it go. But you can control how you respond to it. You can control if you know your lines. You know, if the spotlight doesn't turn on when it's supposed to be on, you can't control that. You have to let that go. But you can make sure that you're warmed up and ready to move to stage right because the spotlight's over there for whatever reason, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think that that really extends to a lot of stuff in life, you know, make sure you're prepared when you show up, make sure that you have done everything that you need to do to do your best and then let go of everything else because there's so much collaboration. There's so many other people that are a part of making a show and you can't control what they do at the end of the day. Nice. That's true. That's true. Um, how do you feel about the audition process? I'm a weirdo. I love auditioning. <laughs> what makes you love it? Because I used to hate it, but I found a love for it. But why do you love it? Well, two things. One, this is like a little bit of a brag, but I'm really good at cold reads. I just... I'm pretty quick on my feet like that. And a lot of mm -hmm. people are really bad at cold reads. And so I feel like I really, if, it, if it, the audition is a cold read, I'm like, yes, I know I'm going to stand out because so many people are really bad at them and I really like them. Um, and then when it comes to, you know, the other kind of audition, which is like a monologue and a song, 
I like that because again, it goes back to control everything you can control. I can make sure I have that monologue ready to go. I can make sure I know that song by heart and that I've sung it a million times and there's not going to be a surprise, you know? So I just like the preparation that goes into it. Um, and generally in Dallas anyways, auditions I've gone into, I have felt in the room like people want me to do well. You know, I, I generally yeah. leave an audition with a good energy. I've had a couple not so good ones. Um, but for the most part, I feel like there's kind of that esprit de corps of like, all right, we're all in this together. And, you know, you just got to yeah. do your best. And I feel like people are rooting for you. Yeah, they like no matter of fact, nobody in that audition room wants you to do bad. because yeah. that's painful to watch, you know. <laughs> and, totally. And, and I love the, you know, and I love the fact that you said energy because my uh my uh friend is actually a casting agency, uh, a casting agent at uh, MTV, and I asked her, I was like, okay, spill the tea. What do you look for? more than anything in the world. And I'm sure you've heard this word. She said ease. Mm. She said we look for the vibe. We look for the the uh, aura mm -hmm. that you bring, you know, like the good energy. Like you could come into the interview really respectful, all smiles, good, ener good energy, skip over all your lines than just coming in there cold, stuck up or angry or nervous and say the thing perfectly yeah i really what, have found... people... oh no go ahead mm -hmm. no i was about to say because what people don't understand is having a good interview is only one percent of the interview there's so much that goes into it because it would be different if like it was a one-person show and they were just looking at you but they're looking at a whole ensemble like there's a million reasons why you might not get picked might be too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny. Remind the director of his ex, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of things that, you know, go into it. And like Brian Creston said, he likes to look at the audition process, like a gift you're giving at a birthday party. Like I you're the that. gift, you know, like say for if you, um, bottle of scotch for your birthday i'm not going to respect any expect anything in return and i'm not going to get angry if you decide to save it for 20 years <laughs> or get the receipt and get your money you know because my job is to give you the gift and i believe that's and that's what helped me with the audition process you know i really feel like if it's for me, I will get it. If not, then, you know, move on. And each time I didn't get an audition, a better one came along, you know, that I, you know, would receive. So, yeah. Oh, no, I, just, I love that about it being a gift. I hadn't heard that before. I really like, Brian Cranston's up there, too. I really like him. Um, no, I think uh, going back yeah. to what you said about just, like, your vibe and the energy you bring into an audition, I really have found that – being nice and being a cool person that people like to work with will get you far in this industry. I mean, I really have. No, <laughs> really? Like, you know, there's sort of this stereotype of like the theater diva 
or you know and you or like we were talking about Bernadette Peters earlier she sort of has this diva vibe and it makes you think well like I can act like that but really you know there's there's a rare few that get by like that but for the rest of us it really does help just to be a cool person because people are going to think of you when they have a project and they're going to go I really like working with Jonathan and I want him to be involved in this thing you know and they're they're just, there's too many talented people that if you're a jerk, they'll just find someone else. <laughs> exactly. Every, uh, in, in the famous words of Abby Lee Miller, everyone's replacing <laughs> Yes, <me>. Abby <laughs> Lee Miller. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of Dance Moms. I'm, Dance Moms is like what every other reality TV show <laughs> tries to be. The drama on that show can never be met. Oh, uh, yeah. There's definitely drama. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. And another thing that I do not like, uh, it seems like grown-ups, you know, I can see if I was auditioning with children, but grown-ups, some grown-ups have the worst theater etiquette <laughs> in the Like, world. what do you mean? You know, Okay, so say for instance, uh, since I want to go and have a good audition, I kind of like stay to myself and like try to like just focus on my lines and focus on the audition. And like, I'm not saying I'll ignore you. Like, say if you walk up to me and you know was like, "Hi, Jonathan," and I say hi and then go about your day, that's fine. But like. People want to like talk to you, sit next to you, start a whole <laughs> conversation. Like we hang out every day. Like I haven't seen you since the last, you know, audition. And I was telling Mark this and he was like, well, I'm definitely one of them people <laughs> that do that. I have to, you know, you know. Mark and I can go chat in the corner because yeah. I'm kind of one of those people too. <laughs> yeah. You, now, now, don't get me wrong. After I walk out of the room, we can totally. chat, we can go to K's afterwards, <laughs> you know, but, you know, but I'm just, you know, I like to just focus everything because, you, you know, and I've been this person too, you know, I've been that person that's like, oh, hey, bitch, <laughs> how are you? I haven't seen you in forever, you know, and, you know, I had to learn too that, you know, it's good to be mindful and respectful of other people's auditions. So like, I'll talk to you for a second, you know, I'll say hi, but I'm trying to like dedicate this whole time I have to like just giving it my all. Now there's people like you that are freaking audition monsters (laughs) that can literally, like I feel like with you, you're the type of person that everybody's like stressing over the audition and you're on your laptop <laughs> watching Orange is New Black. And they're like, aren't you gonna like aren't you gonna practice? And then you just come out and then you get to leave. <laughs> that would you be know? amazing if that were true. I I love I think that sounds like the best edition <laughs> ever. <laughs> Orange is the new black, yeah, do my thing, yeah. get the lead. Let's let's do that. <laughs> You know, like, like, like walk out. Okay, now, where did I stop on my show again? I think that for me, I, I rehearse, you know, so much before an audition. By the time I get to the theater, 
it's like, I'm not going to make some new discovery in the next five minutes. Like I, I already know everything there is to know about this song or this monologue or whatever it is. And so for me, it's so much more about like relaxing. Like I've just got to do whatever I can do to shake off the nerves. You know, if there's someone there who is down for it and wants to chit chat with me. I'm like, yes, take my mind off of this. But I do try to be respectful. Like, I'll ask, you know, are you in the zone right now? Or have you been sitting here for two hours? Like, I haven't stayed for two hours. Like, okay, great. Let's chat. <laughs> you know, try, try to yeah. get uh, a sense of, because I totally agree. You have to be respectful because everyone really has their process. Same with backstage. I mean, so, during a show, some people backstage are super in the zone. Some people come off stage and like, they can hang. <laughs> you just hang out, you know, it just, it really just depends. So you have to just try and Definitely. be cautious and be aware Definitely. of that. <laughs> Yeah. If you could direct any um, musical on Broadway and Ooh. cast it, which one would you choose? Okay, a musical that's currently on Broadway? Well, I guess not, nothing. It could be current. <laughs> it, it, it could be currently on, currently, currently off. You know, it just has to be a musical. Mm. Ooh, let me think. Okay, it has to be a musical on Broadway. Well, okay, this is kind of a selfish answer, but one of my dream roles is Eliza Doolittle and My Fair Lady. So can I can yeah. I direct it and then like put myself as Eliza? <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah, you, you I mean if that's your dream cast. <laughs> my dream you know, cast is myself and my I actually, you know, I really don't feel a strong desire to direct, to be honest. I mean if it was a play that I wrote maybe, because I, you know, I know that material so intimately, but directing is really hard. <laughs> it's hard in it. It's hard in a different way. You know, acting is hard, writing's hard, but with directing, there's so many moving pieces. You have to stay on top of so many people. It's not just about the actors. If it was just about the actors, like if it was like an acting coach kind of role, I could be into that. But working with designers, working with stage manager, tech, all of that. Whew, I don't know if I have the capacity to juggle that many things. I have a lot of respect for directors. <laughs> yeah. I want to say that directing is, it's not easy as acting, but it's rewarding. You know, like it's a project that you're passionate about and that you dedicate yourself to. So yeah, it's hard, but you'll love every bit yeah. of it. You know, I describe it as like, what's your favorite food? Ooh, uh, mac and cheese. All right, directing is like diving into a pool of mac Amazing. and cheese, you know. You know, it's it's hard, but you love it so much <laughs> until you don't mind staying up all night. Right. You know, talking to set designers and, you know, working on costumes and stuff like that. So it's definitely something I would say you have to have a For sure. I would for. have to love definitely. the show that I was directing. I, I wouldn't be able to direct just anything, you know. It would have to be a, a something that's near and dear mm -hmm. to my heart, you know, which My Fair Lady is pretty near and dear to my yeah. heart. So I'll, I'll, I'll direct that and cast myself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what's your most embarrassing theater moment? Okay, so <laughs> this is maybe not embarrassing because it happened off stage, but it was definitely the most traumatizing. So I was in a production of Hair, the musical, my senior year of college. Mm -hmm. I know Hair very well, Jonathan. Okay, yeah. so you know there's a big long scene in the middle 
where everyone's supposed to be tripping on acid. And <laughs> we sing the song called Walking in Space. And so we had yeah. this wacky interpretation where we had like gigantic astronauts like moonwalking around the theater during that song. So I was one of these gigantic astronauts. So I had on <laughs> giant picture, like I had on a helmet, you know, like a bike helmet. And then on top of my helmet was this massive like beach ball. And they painted that to look like an astronaut's head. And then they had <laughs> these massive like Mickey Mouse hands and massive feet that were like attached together with a long pole. So I looked like I was a giant, like it was kind of a stilt walker kind of uh, uh, idea. And so I'm, you know, bouncing around the theater going, you know, walking in space. And then I have to exit. So at Furman, it's a theater in the round. And so they have these stairs that go up to a door, you open the door and it goes out to a small platform. And then there's more stairs that lead you down to the ground. And then from there, you can get back to the backstage. So in this gigantic getup, where I'm literally strapped into this thing, I cannot physically open a door because my hands are like in these giant Mickey Mouse, like mitten things. So yeah. I cannot open the door to exit. So they had another girl on the cast who I will not name, who her job was at the end of the song to go open the door for me. Girlfriend always forgot. Like every night she would just uh, exit wow. and like close the door and we'd have to, you know, stop rehearsal because it was like Lizzie is physically trapped on stage. Like she cannot get off stage in this giant costume. And so sure enough, one night we're doing it for an audience. This is the real thing. And I see her running out the door and I see her not holding it open. I see the doors closing. And so I put my head down, which I have like this head and like run with all my might to try and like push the door open with my head because I'm like if that door closes I will be trapped like how embarrassing would that be yeah. so I throw the door open with my head and I totally run off the platform and there's like stairs I roll down the stairs in my giant astronaut costume and I was completely oh trapped outside and I couldn't get up because I had this big, heavy thing on my head. So I was literally so top heavy, heavy. I was lying in the grass outside the theater, like, help. And thank God one of my fellow hippies was walking over there and he was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be on stage. You're supposed to be on stage. So he like unbuckles me and unclips me and lifts me out of this thing. And I run back on stage for the next number. And my knee was like totally busted and bleeding. I didn't realize because I had so much adrenaline at the moment. So I'm out there, yeah. I'm doing my next song. I'm like, oh my gosh, like crisis averted. I made it onto the, onto the stage. And in that song, this other character lifts me up. You know, we're doing this, just a dance thing. And so he lifts me up, grabs my knee, and then sees all this blood on his hands. <laughs> he started freaking out he thought that he was bleeding like he didn't realize it was blood. So like, he's freaking yeah. out and I was like singing my song and I was like don't freak out it's okay that's my blood <laughs> I'm singing this song and there's like <laughs> blood everywhere and he was like totally I'm sure the audience I mean since it was the acid trip scene and everything was crazy I don't think they knew anything was up but it was crazy I was like only wow. in hair the musical 
would this happen? <laughs> well, w- w- when you listened to uh, me and Alfred, did you hear my <laughs> most embarrassing yeah. moment? Which is tr- truly, See, truly embarrassing. Like, that's worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. See, see, because like at least with yours, you can like blend it in, you know. I mean, I guess I could have said there was an off-key horn or something, <laughs> but 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 yeah, with, with, with yours, you could have definitely blended. I don't think anybody noticed. Uh, I just felt bad for that other actor who he thought he was like, "Why am I bleeding?" <laughs> he was freaking out, and I was like, "It's okay, it's okay, it's not your blood." He was like, "Whose blood is it? Wow. Why is there blood?" oh my gosh now now what's your greatest theater moment oh man okay this is so well okay hold on I was about to answer but then I thought of a different one okay my greatest theater moment was probably um also in college I was in a production of These Shining Lives by Melanie Marnik which is a beautiful play not a musical um about these real life women in like the 19, I guess, 20s and 30s, who their job was to paint radium onto watch faces. And they were all getting radiation poisoning and they didn't know. And we didn't have any kind of, you know, workers protection at the time. And these women all started dying. And basically they used their final days to like take it to court. And they ended up you know, basically creating the workers' protection laws that we have today. It's a really inspiring, true mm-hmm. story. And um, so I got to play Catherine Donahue, who was a real woman. And um, I would just say every night was was amazing. Um, but the night my family got to come from Dallas and see me in that role, that was definitely a, a highlight for me. Cause that was That was a really special one. Uh now what are your top three musical theater dream roles? Okay, so I already said my fair lady, um, which is definitely up mm-hmm. there. Also, I love Little Shop of Horrors. I would love to be Audrey. I'd also love to be the dentist. So <laughs> yeah. if anybody wants to do like a gender bent version of Little Shop, let me know because I'm so down to play the dentist. Um or, or yeah. Audrey. Um, let's see. And these two roles are not musicals, but I would have to say Catherine from A View from the Bridge, Arthur Miller. I really like that play. And I got to um, study her for a class, that character. And um, there's just a lot of good meaty stuff in there. And uh, Maggie the Cat from, from Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. I mean, just so many fantastic actresses have played that role. And it would be so cool to kind of be in their ranks, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I know I would definitely love to see you in uh, in Chicago. Oh. Uh, who was the brunette one? Not Roxy. Velma Kelly. <laughs> Velma Kelly. I would love to see you as Velma Kelly. Um, I would definitely love to see you as Mrs. Lovett yes. and uh, Sweeney Todd. I think you would. I, you know, I think you could, because not a lot of people that play that character actually understand her. <laughs> you think I could understand you know. her? You know, somebody who turns people into meat pies. You see that in me? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 no, it's just that, you know, people, when they play that role, like, 
Sweetie Todd the show itself is such a complex show. Like when uh, a- when Anthony sings "I Feel You, Joanna," mostly every rendition of it I've heard, people sing it very, very, very creepy. creepy. <laughs> but he, he he's not saying "I feel you" as in I'm putting my hands on you. He's saying "I feel mm-hmm. your pain." Like I feel like there's a whole other backstory and actually that you know what spoiler alert that's actually one of the other things i'm working on i feel like anthony has a whole like backstory so what are you working on that no uh well i'm working on a backstory for anthony oh very cool i want to i definitely want to hear that or read that whenever you're ready to share yeah i'll send it to yeah i'll send it to you once i'm done because i feel like he definitely has a, you know, like there's a reason why he's going to London and why he's getting away from, you know, wherever he was. And, you know, like, you know, with for him to say, I feel your pain, I'm like, well, where did you grow up? Were you an orphan? Were you like, how were your parents growing mm-hmm. up? You know, and I've always wondered about, you know, his story in general. So I would definitely love to, um, you know, explore that. And I am. It's not the only musical. It's not my main musical. Yeah. But it's definitely something I'm I love that idea right because now. that character does kind of get written off as like a creeper. So I think giving him some more depth, yeah. I think, would add a lot to the show. You know, I, I think that's a great idea. And yeah, Mrs. Lovett definitely yeah. has a lot of layers to her, too. So I, th- I think that would be a blast. Exactly, exactly. And um, I would also love to see you at Sally Bowles and Cabaret. You know what? I've never seen Cabaret. You Which have is it? really ridiculous because okay. there's like a really good movie version of it. So I, I really have no excuse, but I've, I've never seen Cabaret. Well, I don't really like the movie version okay. of it, but this is the more homework, write this down, okay. I think. The original one with uh, Al, uh ooh, what's what's his name? The guy that uh, played um, uh, the original coming, uh, Alan Cummings. Yeah, 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 Alan Cummings. Last time I checked, the full show, a good version actually, was on oh. YouTube. So you can, yeah. So feel free to go and see it you know I don't by tomorrow you can't say you haven't seen <laughs> I know it's one of those I always I'm like oh I need to watch that and then I'm like never really quite in the mood but I do know the music and the music's great so all right now I officially have no excuse I'm gonna have to watch it on YouTube <laughs> yeah I, I just wish they would have wrote more music for uh for the guy mm. you know he he doesn't even have his own song he has a verse interesting yeah you know he 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 has part of a wonderful marvelous and then that's (laughs) it you know yeah that's that's interesting i never actually noticed that before well i I definitely have to watch it um yeah velma kelly is definitely i think i'm probably not a good enough dancer to be velma but in terms of like acting and singing that character is so my alley i mean i mentioned to you earlier my go-to songs and they were all kind of like vindictive love gone wrong <laughs> like it kind of yeah stuff and that's definitely uh very Velma Kelly so I I'm all about that <laughs> exactly what's your go-to karaoke song oh um 
Well, you know, it has been for the longest time. It was Guns and Ships from Hamilton because I know the whole rap. Uh, but now, oh, yeah. though, that like everyone knows it, it's less cool. Um, but I do know the whole rap from Guns and Ships. Um, I also really like um, it's an Adele song, One and Only. One and Only is a good um, karaoke number. It's, it's Adele. Yes, that's a good drinking song, and you know that's a good, you know, th- th- you know that that's a good. My significant other is not acting <laughs> right. I'm gonna get drunk and give her a piece of my mind. All the know. is good for that. <laughs> You're right. Her whole catalog. I love <laughs> yeah, is that your favorite Adele song? Um, no, I love um. Oh, hold on. Let me think of it now. I have one and only stuck in my head. Um, gosh, there's a lot of great Adele songs. But I really love... Um, yeah. like, give me one second to think of it because now I have one and only. Um, how does it go? <laughs> Melt My Heart to Stone is uh, is mine for karaoke. Oh, yeah? I don't think uh-huh. I know that one. It's from her first album. Her first album is highly underrated. Oh. I just heard the other day um, yeah. Crazy for You by Adele. I had never heard it before. It, it She's mm-hmm. doing vocal tricks in that song. Yeah, like people sleep. It's kind of like with Michael Jackson. He had Off the Wall, then Thriller, but normally people go straight to Thriller. Like Off the Wall had some bops too, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just like 19. 19 was a great album. I have it wasn't as good as 21, but it was a great album. You know, there's some the songs that are good, like are very good. Okay, the know? song I was trying to think of it was Love in the Dark. It's from 25. Um it's Yes, a, that's yeah, a good it's one a, it's like pure ballad. I don't know if I would sing at a karaoke because it might bring people down too much. Because <laughs> it's a sad <laughs> one, but it's it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I, I like the beat change in there, like you remember right before she um, gets to the chorus, there's like a real, a really subtle like beat switch. Mm, you know, I have to listen to it again now. And now I just want to listen yeah, to yeah, all Adele. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's very like orchestra, very oh, yeah, like, yeah. slow and smooth. And then the the the, be- the beginning of the second chorus is like do 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 do. Dude, you know, I like that little insert oh, in there. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, the bridge is great on that song, too. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, are you ready for a game of song association? Ooh, okay, so how do, how do we play the game? All right. Basically, I give you a word, and you have to sing a song with the word in the title or the song. It could be any oh other song. Like, say, for this instance, is hard. if I say... All right, like say for instance, if I say cross, you can sing near, far, wherever you are without saying the word because the song starts off far across the distance. The word is in the song. So it just has to be in the song. Did you play this with Alfred? He, well, he's not a I singer. was like, I don't think I listened. I don't think I heard this. I had I was not prepared for this. Okay, okay. I'm going to do my best, but I was not prepared <laughs> for uh, a challenge. <laughs> Yeah, and some people have like 
made up their own songs, you know, that gauntlet has been thrown before. This isn't so. fair. Are you going to also do it? Because I think you should, we should do this to you too. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love, I love this game. I, matter of fact, um, y- y- who wants to go first? Okay, I'll challenge you first. Okay, the word is All right. tree. Tree. Oh my God, you gave started off. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a tree in my house I'm um, looking at, so. <laughs> Um, let's see. I'm just a little black rain cloud hovering over a honey tree. Oh, I'm just a little black rain cloud. Pay no attention to little me. Rain, little black rain cloud from Winnie the Pooh. Wow, I'm impressed. I was gonna go with Oh Christmas Tree. Yeah, I, you almost got me though. I had to reach way back in my mind for that. I'm one. I'm very impressed you pulled out Winnie the Pooh. Okay, all right. I guess I'm yeah. up. Uh, let's see. Love. I can love you in the dark. Love in the dark. We were just talking about that song. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I think I did that on purpose on <laughs> autopilot. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your okay, uh, air. Air. Um, tell me how I'm supposed <laughs> to be with no air. Nowhere, nowhere. No air by George Nice, Sparks. I thought of that exact same song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh Dance. Just dance. It'll be okay. Do, 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 just uh, no, dance. no. You, you, three people say that song today. You gotta oh, pick another man. one. You gotta pick another um, one. What, okay. Uh, rock with you all night. Okay. Dance the night away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Rock with you, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay, I could do, you know, um, think, what's a good one? Red. Mm. I see a red door and I want it <laughs> black. No colors anymore. I want it to turn black. I don't know who sees it, but it's about. There you go. Let's see. Uh, that's painted black. Is uh, Rolling Stones? Yeah, oh, that is Rolling Stones. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I had to Google. I was it. singing the color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a woman sung the one I heard, but uh, okay. Um, rainbow. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. <laughs> uh, somewhere over the rainbow, Judy Garland from Wizard of Oz. Nice, nice. Which she's another favorite. As we were talking earlier about uh, uh, heroes yes. and, and favorite singers, and uh, yeah, fantastic. You, you you know, singers of today could never like. I was looking at a uh, performance 
she was high as a kite, still held herself like a lady, still was able to put on a great performance. I know some people that just drink a fifth fifth of whiskey (laughs) and is slurring their words all over the place. Singers back then just had a certain talent and respect for the art back then. Yeah, and I mean, these super strict contracts, (laughs) like she couldn't mess up, you know, like she was... She was under such scrutiny. I mean, yeah, she had a crazy life, but a brilliant singer, brilliant actress. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do five more. Okay, okay. Um, Is it my turn to tell you one? Okay, let's do uh, Light. Would you like my candle? What are you staring at? Nothing. You're in the moonlight. Light my candle, nice. Rance. <laughs> um, let's see. Queen. Queen. She is a killer. Queen. Dynamite and a laser beam. Guaranteed to blow your mind. <laughs> didn't, tar- didn't totally know all the lyrics <laughs> there, but Killer Queen by Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, okay, let's do it's hard to think of them. Let's do time. Um shoot. Um if you're lost, you can look and you will find me time after time. <laughs> if you fall, I will get you. I'll be waiting. I will be waiting. Send you off for time after time. Right? <laughs> yeah. Breathe. Breathe. Um, let me think. Breathe. What about breath? <laughs> yeah, it could be breathe. Every, breath. every, what is it? How Every breath you take, every something, every breath you, t- every move you make, I'll be watching you. <laughs> Yeah, talk about another creepy song. Like that's love, like that's dedication. Yeah, I don't know about that. Something. <laughs> every like every breath, like <laughs> close enough. Um, all right, I've totally lost track of how many I've done, but I think I. We we, we, we did two. Okay. We did got three more. So let's do um music. Um, la la la. La 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 la, yeah. You are the music in me. Music in me from high school. I musical. really appreciate that that's where you went with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I have to. I have to. Um, Let's see. Chandelier. I want to swing from the chandelier. <laughs> chandelier by Sia. Yeah, I can't believe she hit all those high notes in that song. She's a beast. <laughs> uh, She's yeah. amazing. Uh, friend. You got a friend in me. Do, 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 do. You got a friend in me. Some of the folks might be a little bit smarter than I am. Bigger and stronger, too. Maybe that's my favorite part of the maybe. song. He's like, maybe. <laughs> it's a great song, great movie. All right. 
Um, let's see, honey. Oh, um, from Chicago. Uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Scummy, scummy. Huh? No, that's hubby. She says hubby. Doesn't she say honey too, though? Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I think she. I think she does. <laughs> she says hubby, though. but at one point I think she says honey. I think she's. I think she does too. <laughs> hold on, like, wait, hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Chicago. Funny, funny, honey is the name of the song. All right, she does say funny. Yeah, okay, that that, that counts. That counts. It's in there. Okay, he goes. Here goes. He goes. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. He doesn't care. He'll string along. He loves me so. That funny, honey of mine. There we go. <laughs> Are, are you a Disney princess? I, like literally when you were when you were singing, I swear I saw two birds <laughs> fly on my window. Yeah, you know, I would <laughs> love to be a Disney princess. I I I will sing birds into existence any day, <laughs> given given right. the chance. <laughs> you know. Okay, I just got a little sound in my ear from my AirPods. I might be running battery low, so. If my audio does something weird, I'll switch to speakerphone. Just let me know. <laughs> All right. Well, we're on the last song anyways. Okay. Um, let's see. Parade. Mm, parade. 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 Um, Let's throw a parade, a really fun parade. Parade that was <laughs> what's what, what song has a parade in when it? When I was a young boy, my father uh, took me into the city to, the city. to join the black to join parade. The black <laughs> yeah, uh, well, no wonder why I thought I didn't even know. I thought it was marching it is marching band, band. No and then the, the second I didn't want to sing the whole thing, but the second time he says to join yeah. the black parade. <laughs> All right, g- g- give me another one so I can see if I g- give me a, a bonus, bonus one, one so I can see if I can redeem. Okay, myself. let's do happy. Happy. Um. Uh. Let's see. Sun shines, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything is wonderful is what I got when we're together. Happy as a gookie pity. Sun shines, lollipops, and rainbows. What's that from? It's an old school it's, song. It's like from the 1950s. Okay, it's super familiar. I'm like, I know I've heard it. So do I have one more? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yours is beauty or beautiful. Beauty or beautiful. I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words can't bring me down. No, no. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, Christina I like Aguilera. that Christina Ground. <laughs> you can't do Christina. That Christina Ground. Yeah. You can't do it without the ground. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on here, man. I can't believe we've been talking for 91 minutes. <laughs> yeah, this was really fun, Jonathan. A really nice, you know, uh, in, in quarantine, I feel like I'm, I'm starved for interaction, particularly with other artists. So it's this is a really nice uh, treat for my Wednesday evening. <laughs> Oh, no problem. No problem. I'm glad to have you. This was fun. You know, I I, t- I was telling Bart this. I said, 
because uh, I was talking to him, actually, and we were 16 minutes in, and I had only asked him one question, but I said, those are, like, the best interviews, because that just goes to show you're actually vibing <laughs> yeah. with a person. You know, it's not just a straight interview. You're at guys are actually conversating and having fun, and that's what I want my podcast to be, you know, like a fun platform where, you know, you have fun, you know, I never wanted it to be like a podcast. I wanted the episodes to be like you're listening into a conversation, you know what I totally. mean? Totally, and I, I a job at that. I mean, especially considering the two of us have never talked before. I think you just did a great job putting me at ease and making this super fun, so I, ha- I have to give you major kudos. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Now, before you go, if you could give anybody advice, like anybody wanted to be an actress or do what you do, what would you tell them? I would say have a lot of grace with yourself. There's going to be times where you feel like you are crushing it. And there's going to be times where you feel like everyone else is crushing it except for you. (laughs) Um, Have a lot of grace with yourself. Give yourself a lot of patience. Allow yourself to grow and evolve and don't forget to have fun along the way definitely definitely thank you so much for coming on thank you really means a lot this was a blast and have a good rest of your night all right until next time jonathan (laughs) yeah bye bye